Hi, Louis here. Happy that you're also sticking by. On the last solo sesh, I told a story that bothered me, and if you haven't heard part one, you can do it right now, but only if you really want to. However, I told only my side of the story, and let me tell you something that you probably already know. We all have different perspectives over situations. Even though my goal about telling that story was not to confront João, that podcast had an immediate backlash. In the same night that I uploaded the podcast, João texted me. He felt like it was a dirty strike for me to tell only my side of the story. He wrote me a long message that is not really important to the continuation of this podcast. We firstly agreed to disagree with each other, but I was not really satisfied with this turnout, so I suggested that we could talk in real life. I went training in Algez, my neighborhood, and he came by after his work time. Before talking about the conversation, let me start with one of Arch Club's main pillars. Listen to understand, not to respond. João has given me the benefit of the doubt. He heard the podcast. He heard the story through my perspective. It felt to me like a moral obligation to listen to his perspective, his side of the story. So then he came. I was nervous but also calm. I felt him nervous but also willing to have a nice talk. He asked me if I was alone and looked around to check if it was not an ambush where I would have my troops ready to attack him. I was shirtless, sweaty from training. I sat down on the floor under the sun and asked him if he wanted to join me. He said he would rather talk standing on his feet. It was okay for me. During the whole encounter, which lasted for about an hour but could have gone for many more hours, the mutual respect was an unspoken agreement, which is an obvious statement, but in this case, when we came from a heated situation, interruptions and attacks could be expected. However, we gave each other time to talk. I believe that during the whole talk, we were both more interested in understanding each other rather than fixing something. Let's jump into the conversation. Sitting with João reminded me that we work in a mysterious way. I can never feel what he feels. We are different. We are all different, even though we are all so similar. Sitting down with him gave me the opportunity to listen to his story. He deliberately told me how he feels. He told me why he was upset with me, and I understand him. Every single day of my life I can see more clearly how much we are shaped by our environment. We learn our actions and reactions based on our experiences and surroundings. And this was the case. Remember when I said that João grew up in a rougher area of Lisbon? There, he learned to be ready for the worst in every situation. He told me that aggression is the language spoken to stay safe and solve problems. I could see honesty on his eyes, and for the first time since the early PK jams in Portugal, we talked. Like, I mean, we had a dialogue about ourselves. And do you remember when I said that my mom moved to Algés, Portugal's parkour mecca? because she wanted me and my brother to grow up in a safer place. Going to a school where most part of the students were white and Portuguese having did given me the opportunity to grow up in a less aggressive place, where dialogue reigns. On the other hand, that school sweeps the difference under the carpet. I learned on my teen years to stay quiet and not to confront because my voice meant little. Instead of accepting myself, I learned to joke about my own skin color and upbringings. I learned how to avoid confrontation and defend myself by escaping with humor and passive-aggressive communication. Now, you put a passive-aggressive and an aggressive in the same room and, well, by now you know the story. The conversation went on. He gave me the chance to explain him my story, 
where I came from, my frustrations, and also insisted that I should explain him my point about Black Lives Matter. I had a chance to formulate and express my opinions without interruptions and knowing that the guy next to me had his heart open to listen to my own heart. He told me that he's also learning more and more about himself and his struggles to find balance in confrontation. He told me about his upbringings and why he thinks that all lives matter or black lives matter is unnecessary and somehow redundant. He grew up amongst immigrants from everywhere in the world and he even speaks Portuguese criollo. We heard each other to understand, not to respond. Many times our conversations would go off in tangents and we wandered around our thoughts. It was comfortable and honest. I feel like I finally met him. And finally, he sat down next to me. He told me how much he admires me as a parkourist and my eyes started sweating a little bit. We left and we smiled together and we found peace. We apologized to each other and then we said see you soon with a very pure and warm hug. Now I want to answer to your feedback. Firstly, thank you all for the warm messages and all the nice feedback. It was great to feel support from the community. I learned about group freeze and that in that moment was too difficult for one to stand up to stop the conflict when everyone else was also frozen. I learned that you are not necessarily a racist when you don't act against racism. I also learned that being a racist is different than having racial biases. Racist attitudes can be used against someone as a defense mechanism. That doesn't mean one is a racist for having acted like a racist. The truth is that we all have acted with prejudice, even subconsciously. It's a matter of self-reflection to understand when our actions are unfair and how we can change them. I also learned that our amygdala, this brain region mainly responsible for fear and aggression, is activated 50 milliseconds after we are shown a face from a race different than ours. After that, the frontal cortex, brain region responsible for logic, activates, slowly decreasing the activation of the amygdala. People who tend to have more racist behaviors take longer to decrease the activity in the amygdala. And no, racist shouldn't be accepted because it's biologically explained, it is our responsibility to decrease this fear reaction. The pro-equality dialogue should be part of our evolutionary path to decrease amygdala activation, thus fear and aggression. However, we don't have to fight for us to be the same, because we are not. Our stories are different, our lives are different, but not only black or white, all of us. 8 billion incredibly evolved monkeys. We all work in mysterious way. We are different. We are all different even though we are all so similar. My last message is an old one from one of my many years ago vlogs. Avoid picking sides. Understand the differences. Thank you. PK for life. Hi, I'm glad that you joined the conversation. Thank you very much. It's a cool story, huh? Happy ending. Woohoo! Yeah, so uh, this is the last solo session for now. Now we go back to swapping shoes. It's been a while since I uploaded one. And the main reason is that I just moved to a new place and I didn't have Wi-Fi. Not a way to make the conversations on swapping shoes. But they're coming back this Friday coming hot, good subjects, good talk.
just happened right now and I'm super excited about them. So, yes, um, make sure to follow uh, the Arch Club on Instagram. And if you want to support, you can just click on the link on the description here on Spotify. And if you're not on Spotify, just text me. <laughs> Have a great week, weekend, and great trainings. See you soon. Bye.